Hey you. Yeah. You. You didn't stumble here by chance, so let's talk. My name is Tyann, but a lot of people call me Taj, and I'm most known for my loud New York personality and my unfiltered opinions. The Melanated Mindset is a safe space for unpopular opinions and heated debates amongst a diverse melting pot of those of us that classify as a melanated millennial. And I don't care if you got a lot of melanin, just a little bit of melanin, or hell, you just melanated by association. Everybody is welcome. Now, I can't speak for y'all, but after seeing what being an adult is really about, nah, I got some things to say. And I know y'all do too. So let's talk about it. Because what's really going on? What is up, y'all? Boy, I don't even know how good it feels to be recording again. And I know some of y'all are probably like, what are you talking about? Like, episode has dropped every week. But the first five episodes that you guys heard were pre-recorded months ago. So I actually haven't sat down and recorded an episode in over a month. It's crazy now that I say that out loud, but I just decided to pre-record and batch record them because... If I'm being realistic and being honest, I had to set myself up for success. And I think a lot of us set ourselves up for failure when we fail to prepare. So you know what they say, when you fail to prepare, you prepare to fail. Or I believe that's how that saying goes. Regardless, I just decided to pre-record a bunch of episodes so that when life came at me and shit happened, like it always does, that I was still able to be consistent and you know it was it was refreshing to know that I still had an episode upload every week but I was still giving myself grace for things to go wrong and trust me in these 5 weeks that you guys have heard episodes plenty has gone wrong so I'm actually super proud of myself for doing that but it feels good to sit here mic on pop in my shit again because Today is the day where I need it, you know? For those of y'all that are real ones, been here since day one, y'all know I like to start with my complaint of the week. My complaint of the week is how hot it is in the States right now. And those of you guys that don't know, well, by the time you guys are hearing this, I'll be back in Italy, but I'm home currently visiting and y'all is hot as hell. And the craziest part is it wasn't even this hot when I first got here. So that's irritating. I mean, if it wasn't for the fact that I had an infant that I have to constantly keep cool, I wouldn't really care. It being this hot just meant less clothes, going out, having fun. But when you got to tote around a baby in this type of heat, it gets very frustrating very fast. Can't be a negative Nancy, so... My highlight of the week is going to be how good it has felt to see my son meet all of his family or most of his family. Let me say that. Most of his family. Like, y'all don't know how bad I needed this trip home. Like, for real, for real. I really did. I didn't even know how. I, like, I knew I needed this, this reset, this restart, this everything. But I didn't know how bad I needed it until I got here. And it has honestly felt good to just be back around family after being locked up in our house in Italy for over a year now. Like My son 
is literally one year old and is just now meeting his grandparents, his uncles. Like he has known nobody family-wise besides Malik and myself for literally almost a year. And it's crazy for me to even say that out loud. But, you know, that's just our new reality. That's our new norm, I guess, right? Whatever. I guess it's just my testimony, hence why I'm here talking to y'all about it. And with that, we're going to jump right into our Fendi fact of the day. Today's Fendi fact comes from an article written by Mental Health America. 13.4% of the U.S. population identifies as Black or African American. Of that 13.4%, 16% of those reported having a mental illness in the past year. That is over 7 million people. That is more people than the populations of Chicago, Houston, and Philly combined. It's crazy. Like, we know that. We hear people say it. But it's something about when you hear the numbers, when you see the numbers, you're just like, damn, that's mad people. Like, ah, y'all, today's episode, it's not going to be heavy. I'm going to try to keep it light. But we got to address the elephant in the room. And that is mental health in our black and brown communities. That Fendi fact couldn't have been more perfect and more on par with what I want to talk to y'all about today. And that is mental health. Not necessarily just mine, but just mental health in general. Like mentally, how are y'all doing today? Like for real, for real. Be honest with yourself. Are you struggling today? You just trying to get to the end of the day? You doing good? Like, is it an up day? Is it a down day? Because we know all days ain't good, but all days ain't bad either. Today, I think I'm having a down day, but only because, y'all, I tend to, I know how much I can handle. I know when I bite off more than I can chew, but at the same time, it's like I take on so much, and it's like... When one thing starts to go wrong, it always feels like a domino effect. Like I'd be having a handle on this and that and this, and I'd be multitasking, killing that shit. And then one domino fall, and it just feel like all the dominoes fall. And then I'd just be like, oh my gosh, I'm on the verge of a mental breakdown. What the hell? But it's just, I can't be the only one that that does that, right? Like, I'll take on task one. I'll take on task two. I'll take on task three. Like, okay. Like, yo, Taj, you know, this is not a lot, but I could do this. Like, you know, they say God never give more, gives you more than you can handle. And I live by that, but not the way I'm really supposed to. I'd be waiting till I take on too much and be like, no, nah, I got this. God got me. And then, like I said, one domino falls and I just be like, oh my God, I can't take this. Like, what the hell? I feel so overwhelmed. And some days it just be feeling like life is swallowing me up. And I wish I had a better way to explain that, but I really don't. Because that's literally what it feels like. Sometimes it feels like, you know, they say like, you know, I just want God to wrap his arms around me. And I know that he does, but some days I be feeling like life wraps 
their arms around me and it just, it don't be good. I just be feeling so consumed and stifled by everything that I have going on in my personal life, plus everything going on out in the world, trying to juggle being a mom and being a wife and trying to get us ready for our move back to the States in a couple months. And y'all, some days I get to the end of the day and I be like, shit, I don't even know how I made it to the end of the day. And I know it can't just be me. And I just be sitting and I just be thinking and wondering, like, why do I not feel comfortable telling this to anyone, you know? Like, obviously, I'm comfortable with it now because I'm telling the world. But, you know, like, when you actually are in those moments where you just feel like, damn, like, I, I can't. And you just, you know, you just need that pep talk. And you know you have family you can call. You know you got that aunt that be up under your Facebook posts telling you that Jesus got you and to call her. We know. We know you got friends because Lord forgive you, Lord, Lord forbid you make a post about being down and your friends is like, you can call me. And it's like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. But I just don't be feeling comfortable dumping all my weight or specific weight on people. You get what I'm saying? And it's just like, why though? Why do I feel like me releasing some of my mental stress, why does that make me feel like such a burden on other people? Because people damn sure do not hesitate to drop their burdens in my lap. Like, and I, a part of me wishes I could be like some of the friends that I have that are just so open and not necessarily open because I do feel like I am an open book when it comes to my life, hence this podcast. But like, you know, the stuff that you don't want to tell nobody, some of the stuff that you really supposed to take to the grave, we all got them friends that just, it just be like word vomit. They just be like, girl, let me tell you about so and so and so and so. And in your head, you be like, yeah, girl, like, go ahead. It's like, you know, release some of your stress. Like, let me take some of that off you. But then in the back of your mind, you be like, Child, I could never just be telling people my business like this. Like, for real. Like, y'all understand where I'm coming from? Like, I know I'm not the only person that feel like that. Like, I genuinely love to take some burden and some stress off of my friends and my loved one. Like, go ahead, vent to me, for real, for real. But at the same time, I just cannot, for the life of me, do the same. And I don't know why. Well, you know what? That's a lie. I feel like I do know why. And I feel like it's because of the negative stigmatization that mental health has on the black community and the brown community. Because y'all know I'm Panamanian too. Like I'm not just black. So Spanish people is the same way. Don't let them tell you no different. And it's like, but why though? I do not honestly believe that we are meant to carry the mental burden all by ourselves. Like it's impossible. That is why people have breaks. That's why people snap. And I get it because there be days where I be just mm, one needle in the haystack away from just snapping. But then, you know, I find it in myself to bring myself back. And I understand that not everybody has that willpower or whatever you want to call it to bring themselves back. Some of us need other people to talk us off the ledge. And it's like, but why we even wait till we get to the ledge to reach out? You get what I'm saying? Like, why we got to wait till 
we are our breaking point to sit down and really break down in front of our friends or break down in front of our, in front of our families. That's not healthy. It can't be. At least I don't think it is. I'm not a doctor. Disclaimer. Not a psychiatrist. None of that. I'm really just sitting here talking to y'all. Being vulnerable with y'all. Like, I wish I did more often. And it's crazy because I know my friends are going to hear this and they're going to be like, you can sit there, you could say it to the podcast, but why you just don't tell us? But we all know it's not the same because I know I'm not the only person I talk to myself, even though I don't consider this talking to myself. I'm talking to y'all. Yeah. You listening. You talking back. You talking out loud. So that don't make you crazy. It's just the things that you're saying out loud, you probably wouldn't say in front of other people, you know? And it's not that I'm scared or afraid. It's just I I feel like my mental health isn't just a burden on me. It's a burden on other people. And I never want to be a burden on other people. But at the same time, like I want to somehow relieve some of this burden. Y'all, I cannot be the only one that's a walking contradiction. It's like you you really want to get some of it off your chest, but you just you don't want to put it on nobody else. You don't want other people judging you. You don't want people thinking something wrong with you. So you just be stuck in the middle, trying not to do too much of either or, trying not to tell too much of your business, but also trying not to keep too much of your business private where you're losing your goddamn mind, you know? And I just... I wish it wasn't like that. I wish it was normalized for black and brown people to go to therapy. Because y'all, huh, when I finally come to grips like, yo, Taj, maybe you need a therapist. And when I finally want a therapist, the world goes into lockdown. And I live in Italy where all of the goddamn appointments are via Zoom and the Wi-Fi is trash. Like, that's that's not the type of therapy. That's not how I want to start going to therapy. I want to be old school. I want to go sit on somebody's couch, preferably a black woman. Yes, I I'm, that might come across a little bit, you know, borderline. I don't know if you racist or discriminatory would be the right word. but. I want a therapist that can relate, even if it's just a little bit, you know? And I feel like having a therapist or a psychiatrist of any other race, they are, we are already starting off at a disadvantage. Because not only do I got to sit on your couch and tell you my story, but I got to try to get you to understand my story. You get what I'm saying? Versus sitting in front of a black woman, and don't get me wrong, I know. I'll go... Skin folk ain't kin folk, or however the country people say it, but y'all know what I mean. Like, I want somebody where I only got to explain my personal struggles to. They get the rest of it. They get that when I walk out that door every morning, like, they understand the struggles I'm dealing with out there already. So they should already be able to help me with that. I just want to come on the couch and explain to you my personal struggles so that you you know, psychiatrists, therapists, do what y'all do. Help me understand. Send me home with the homework, the exercises. You know what I'm saying? And I know therapy is work. I do know that. And I'm finally of age and of maturity where I'm ready to take that step and look. Goddamn world ending. And I just wish that 
more people would get to that step and not just get to that step, but get to that step and not be ashamed of it. I am not ashamed to say I want to go to therapy, not necessarily couples counseling. Do I want to go to couples counseling? Yes. I'm not saying we need couples counseling, but I feel like people specifically in our communities only feel like you need therapy when stuff is wrong. You only need to talk to somebody when something something is wrong. I don't want to just go to therapy on my down days. I'm going to go to therapy on my up and up days so that my therapist on the down days could be like, hey, remember on so-and-so day, you was having that up day, you know, like, let's talk about it. What made you feel so up that day? You know, you came in the office, bubbly, joy, like, y'all, not me wanting a therapist and can't get one. This is my life and I can't make this shit up. But it's just, it's sad and it's hurtful. And I want to take this this time to genuinely give brown and black therapists, psychiatrists, any people of color that work in the mental health profession or field. This is me giving y'all y'all flowers because it cannot be easy to deal with what you got to deal with outside your house, deal with your own personal stuff, and then just have people come sit on that couch and dump all their stuff on you. I know that has to be tough, and I'm sorry that I want to be one of those people, but keep doing what you're doing. We need more of you guys. We need more of you guys to let us know that it's okay to want to go sit on the couch and tell, and you know, I think a lot of it too comes from being brought up in a West Indian household where we taught like, don't be telling people your business. Like what happens in your house, stay in your house. You don't ever want nobody come back and be able to throw your business, you know? And I feel like anybody, anybody, if you know, you know. West Indian people not telling people their business and damn sure not paying to go tell people their business. That's how we look at therapy in the in our community, you know? Like, what I gotta pay you to tell you my problems for? I can tell my friends my problems for free. Yeah, but sometimes as much as our friends could help relieve that burden, our friends could also add to that. Because our friends are biased. Whether they want to be, whether they know they are, whether you want to believe they are, our friends got biases. Because at the end of the day, y'all are friends because y'all got something in common, right? So if you go to your friend complaining about a problem and you think they're going to help you genuinely sort through it and they just like, yeah, girl, no. Mm-hmm, I agree. Fuck that. That ain't help. That's called enabling. And let's be honest, a lot of us enable our friends. And if we want to sip even more tea, a lot of us be having people enable us that ain't even really our friends. Let's talk about it. That friend word gets used so loosely. And I was one of those people that thought everybody was my friend. Like Anybody that knows me or went to school with me at any point in time in my life could tell you like, yo, Tyann, she's she's just a talker. She's a people person. Like, I'm the girl that's cool with everybody. Like, not even on no popular shit, but just genuinely cool with every different type of person. Like, but all those people I had to realize are not my friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't call all of those people my friends just because I'm cool with them, just because they cool with me. And in my adult life, I'm sitting here before y'all with 
literally what two best friends and like maybe four really close good girlfriends like for real for real that's a topic for another day that's a podcast episode for another melanated monday we we gonna talk about one why nobody told me it was so hard to make friends as an adult that's number one then we're gonna talk about how we all want this this big nice girl tribe, but all the goddamn crazies you gotta go through before you get your girl tribe. Oh, don't worry, we gonna sip that tea another week. But yeah, why do y'all? If you had to sit and honestly reevaluate yourself, like not on no. Oh, you think you're a doctor? Oh, you did some Google testing and told you you need therapy. Like, do you listening? Do you think you could honestly benefit from talking to somebody, whether it be a therapist, psychiatrist? Like, do you really think you have a grasp on your mental health, honestly? Because if you do, please DM me and tell me the tips and tricks until I could get to a therapist because. I don't. I can honestly say that I do not have any type of grasp on my mental health. It feels like a roller coaster six flags that they won't let me off of. <laughs> for real, for real. Every time I think I'm good, a drop cup. Like, and I just, I know that I can't be the only one. And I, I know that I won't be. I know y'all are going to be able to relate to this, whether it's just one of y'all or 50 of y'all. Because y'all have been in my messages, oh my goodness, I have to take this time to just really thank y'all, because y'all been showing your girl love, for real, for real. And I don't even think, like, I people that know me knows, like, I, my, y'all know my, y'all know my body, y'all know my personality, like, this is right up my alley, but y'all, I was terrified to get on here and put my business out in the street, like my mother would say, like, and to be, to be so vulnerable and to be met with so much love. And honestly, like not, I don't, y'all don't take this the wrong way. It's not even the love y'all showing me. It's how many of y'all can relate to me. That's what damn near bring me to tears. Like I'm really not the only one. And I am so ecstatic that I honestly decided to take the leap and do this because more of us need to do this. More of us need to have these conversations. Like the conversations that I have with some of y'all in my DMs is just, it warms my heart. But some of it not in a good way. Like I'd be so glad that y'all can relate to me, but also so sorry that you can relate to me because damn, Y'all heard me say, like, this is not what I wanted for myself. Like, I would love to have all my shit together, but, and I'm sorry that y'all feel like y'all don't either. But now that we adults, we realize, hell, nobody don't. And this is what it is. This is our trial and error. That's literally all that life is. And I genuinely appreciate, I know y'all hear me say it, and I'm y'all gonna hear me say it, but I mean it. I appreciate each and every one of y'all that listen to the podcast, that especially if y'all make it to the end, I promise all the episodes ain't going to be as long as like two and three was. But 
for real, for real. Y'all fuck with me. And I appreciate it so much. And I'm glad that I can make y'all just realize that y'all really not, it's not just y'all. The girl that look like she got shit together, she don't. She is me. I am she. There's no capping around here. Like, those of y'all that personally know me, y'all know. I When I say I keep it a buck, I mean it. I keep it real. I'm going to say the things that people don't want to say. Like, the fact that now that I think back to it, y'all, I think I honestly did go through postpartum depression. And it's so crazy. Like, we hear people push the brochures and tell you, I go to the doctor's appointment, they ask, are you depressed? Do you want to harm yourself? Do you want to harm your baby? Of course, I'm always checking the no boxes. And it's not till one day you sit back and like you're one day you genuinely happy and on the up and up that you realize like, yo, what the hell? Like yesterday, I barely wanted to get out of bed. But you just think it's always because you're tired. Like I was one of those people that I, I, shit, I might even still be going through postpartum for real, for real. And here we are a year later. And that's a whole nother thing. Like for my mamas out there that just had a baby or are about to have a baby or have a baby, don't let anybody tell you how long postpartum is supposed to last. Don't let nobody tell you that you're going through postpartum. The only person that can really sit and make that evaluation is you. And I also don't want you to think that postpartum is just, oh, I want to harm my baby or oh, I want to harm myself. No, postpartum is also not wanting to get out the bed, letting the dishes pile up just because knowing you have the time to do it, you just can't find the willpower to do it. You just don't have the willpower to do anything. You just sit there and keep the kid alive and call that enough. And trust me, some days that is enough. But when you get to the other side, you sit back and be like, wow, I was going through it. So much so that I didn't know I was going through it. And that also, I want y'all to remember to give the people around you grace. Because I find myself getting so upset sometimes. Like, damn, like, nobody checking on me. Like, I be tapping in with people here and there. Like, nobody's checking. Like, no, for real, for real. Forget the baby, forget the husband. Like, how are you doing? Are you good today? You need to talk about anything? And I had to stop putting that off. Like, I couldn't blame other people for that. I had to blame myself for that. Because when people did reach in or when people did tap out, like, reach out, tap in, y'all know what I mean. When people did hit me up, it would be like my automatic response. Like, nah, I'm good. Thanks for asking, though. But on the inside, I really wasn't. Some days I knew I really wasn't. I knew I was lying. Other days I generally thought I was good, you know? So I challenge y'all to honestly tap in with your friends and your family more and not just the generic, hey, what's good? How you doing? Like, no fur for like, yo, I'm having a rough day and I'm not even trying to throw that on you, but it just made me think like, damn, are you having a rough day and not telling me about it? Like, be authentic, be genuine, because we need that. All of us do. Whether you believe it or not, we need people to help us unpack our mental health. That includes mental health professionals. That also includes just our family and our friends. Stop the cat. If you're not good, tell somebody you're not good. There are people 
committing suicide every day. And if you're one of those people that got to that point and didn't, you're here for a reason. We're all here for a reason. We may not know what that reason is, but you're still here for a reason. Don't let yourself get to that ledge no more. Don't let yourself even walk close to the ledge. Start to really internalize, really learn yourself. Know when you even approaching your limits. Don't just wait till you at the limit. And that's something that I'm genuinely working on. But that's also something that takes a lot of self-reflecting. And that's what I feel like a lot of us don't do enough of. Self-reflect. It's like a defense mechanism. When something goes wrong, we are so quick to like, okay, well, my action was just a reaction. Yeah, but we also have to take accountability for our reactions. We are still in control of our reactions. And as I get older and become more of an adult and be more grown or whatever, I learned that I can't just write everything off as a reaction. Like, yeah, you did something to me, but I'm in control of what I do back to you. I'm in control of the energy that I put into doing something back to you. And I don't know if it's because I'm five years from 30 or because I'm a mom, but yeah, I don't be having the energy. I, I don't have the energy to get rah-rah and get hyped like I used to over any and everything. Like, if I'm going to give my energy to something, it better be damn sure good and worth it because that energy could be used on my toddler. That energy could be used to clean my house. That energy could be used for a whole lot of other shit if I'm being frank and being honest. So just take a second to reflect on the things that you genuinely give your energy to. And I'm talking about the reactions. Yeah, I know people going to test you. People going to push your buttons. But like I said, you are still in control 100% of how you respond to that. And I think that's one of the things that I had to realize. Like, yo, every, <laughs> everything don't need a reaction. As my mom would say, I had to learn the hard way. She's been telling me for years, but I'm generally getting to the point where I realize when to hold them and when to fold them. Like, listen, it's not worth my time. It's not worth my energy. It's not worth my vibration. You get what I'm saying? So on them up and up days, I'd be damned if I let anything knock me off. Because listen, tomorrow may not be an up day. So I'm going to enjoy this update while I got it. You get what I'm saying? And I feel like those is the little things that we could do to start really getting a grasp on our mental health. Generally, check in with you. Did you ask yourself how you feeling today? As crazy as that may sound. Stop letting people think because you talk to yourself, you crazy. You not. I kind of believe if you answer yourself, you might be. But then again... On the flip side, it's like, well, if I ask myself a question, I got to answer it, right? But check in with you. First thing in the morning, last thing at night, ask yourself, how's this day going to go? How did this day go? How? What could I have done to make today better? Fuck what everybody else did to make this a bad day, but what could I have done to turn this day around? You get what I'm saying? Because that's what's important. We can't control nothing else around us, but we can control ourselves.
And that's going to roll us right into our word of the week. This week's word is reflect. Because we got to reflect on our actions, reflect on how we treat ourselves, reflect on how we treat others, reflect on your relationship with others, reflect on your relationship with God, your relationship with your family. We have to just take a moment and reflect. And we need to do that every single day because that's the only thing that's going to keep you on track and on par, you know? And on that note, if you made it this far, thank you for just rocking with me, kicking with me, chopping it up with me, all of that. I appreciate each and every one of y'all. The love, the support, it never goes unnoticed or unappreciated. And if you want to join the conversation in real time and share your personal thoughts and opinions, make sure you follow me on Instagram at the.melanatedmindset. That's where I'm going to be posting all the polls, the questions, the conversation starters, all of that. That's also going to be where you'll get to hear sneak peeks and previews into the episodes to come. It's going to be one hell of a ride. I hope y'all are ready. Until then, I'll see y'all same time, same place next week for hashtag Melanated Monday. And remember, the goal is to be good and do good. Until then, peace, y'all.